The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News as we broadcast live from the Edmonton Fringe Festival. We'll be uh, tackling some of the uh, news of the day throughout the next couple of hours, but of course, want to shine a spotlight as well on the Fringe Festival and the things that are happening here. Now, I'm thrilled to talk to our next guest this afternoon. Not only is she the producer of the San Francisco Fringe, she has brought her one-woman show to this year's Fringe Festival. Christina Ogello joins us. Hi, Christina. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. What do you think of the Edmonton Fringe Festival? It's amazing. It's overwhelming. (laughs) You know, as a fringe producer, every year I go to a fringe conference in November, and all these years, for the past 25 years of going to this conference, I've always heard about the Edmonton Fringe Festival and the hugest. It's also the beginning of Fringe in North America, so it has a historical place in our world of fringe, the calf uh, circuit of fringes and stuff. So it's just amazing, overwhelming. So when you've been walking around and and, 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 and checking things out and maybe popping in if you've had time to see other shows? Oh, I've seen some great shows, really, really. I got to see the Vaults Soprano, which I've done at my theater, Exit Theater in San Francisco, for maybe four different productions. Directed it, was in it, had a touring company bring it. So it was really wonderful to see a, a show here, and I felt like some of the audience hadn't seen it before. So it was lovely to see one of my favorite authors presented at the Fringe. Yeah. Uh, I wish the weather was nicer for you. Well, it's okay. <laughs> too hot is too hot. I prefer the coolness to the hot. Well, being from San Francisco, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, it's more like ours. The um, what, what do you believe um, the importance of festivals like this are to a community? Well, it's a way to connect to a community for sure. And the Edmond community is just embraces your Fringe Festival just amazingly so. I run into so many people, you know, flying for my show. Denial is a wonderful thing. Yes. Um, I've talked to so many different people. And uh, they're just, I mean, your community has embraced this festival as a part of its day-to-day life. Which And people driving in from other outlying areas. I talked to so many people who came in for a day or two. Um, I'm envious because in San Francisco, I do produce the San Francisco Fringe for the past 28 years as part of my theater company's season. And uh, we kind of peaked out maybe 10, 15 years ago. But in a big urban area without any outside presence, ours is very much a theater festival indoors, smaller, but mighty still because it supports indie artists. And I think that's the most important thing about festivals, fringe festivals in North America is that we all have this common factor of supporting the artists. And it's just amazing because indie artists, I think, are a phenomenon in the past maybe 75 years. They've just built and built and built. And I'm just so impressed with the people who tour on a regular basis, bring new shows every year um, are making a living, trying yeah. very hard to make a living. I envy and I, I worry about them somewhat because it's just such a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's fun to be here. I mean, I, I like earning money and selling <laughs> tickets. I love, and the audiences are just wonderful. Yes, mode, the yeah. audience have just been so, they've embraced my show to the point where they brought me to tears at the end. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just so sweet because I've always felt as an actor, which I primarily am an actress, not a storyteller, um, that I was making a human connection, which you try to do in live performance live music you're just making just like now us talking yeah um but they made their human connection to me and right now it makes me weepy (laughs) just to think about Uh, a couple days ago they all stood up and i just was just so touched your your show has been getting some good reviews it has uh and again it is called denial is a wonderful thing and i was reading a little bit about it boy you've had one hell of a life well (laughs) apparently so you know i I, just my life you know Uh, i had a friend who was a playwright in san francisco he was helping other women write their 
personal storytelling shows on a lark. I said, well, let's just see what we can do with this. But I never thought I'd tell it in public. Uh-huh, well. <laughs> but then um, after all the hard work we put in, he said, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. So I threw my name in the hat at Frigid Fest, which is another calf festival in New York City. And my name got pulled out. So there it was. Yeah. I'm doing the show in public. And, but it's been so supportive. And... Um, it's made that connection with you, people. You know, your 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 story, um, which, now let me just, uh, <laughs> I, I have to go back here because I wanted to read this a little bit. Um, um, it says here, so the this is her own story of bad relationships, some drugs, abandonment by two fathers <laughs> and travel. It's wholly na- natural and she has a commanding stage. Uh, a presence also goes on about, um, you know, telling her own truth, one that's got plenty of sex, <laughs> drugs, no <laughs> rock and roll. Misses out on attending Woodstock. Uh, you're refreshingly cavalier about uh, your time in uh, around numerous different people. Now, as an actress, as an actor, um, putting it all out there is a part of the job, right? But you're usually in character. You're not in character here. You are um, the character in this part. Is that different? It is in a way, but you're still on stage. You yeah. still, you know, I mean, you're still performing. And so it was a, a learning curve for me to, you know, when you have a character and you're an actress, you research the part. Who are they? What's their background? You build mm-hmm. a story for them. What leads them through life? Why do they make their choices? And as an actor, you make choices to deliver that to the audience. But I really had to learn to play me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is me, but I'm also performing. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I mean, I guess I could do it sitting right here and tell you yeah, the whole yeah. story across the table. Because I did that with some friends one morning. They couldn't come to the show. So across the breakfast table, I just did the story. And I thought, oh, this is really kind of cool. But I do love my lights and my sound and the theatrical environment. And, uh, you know, I'm 71, going to be 72 in November. And uh, I've lived, I guess, a kind of interesting life. People tell me I have. It's certainly been satisfying to me. I love to chase adventure. I love to chase um, the world and experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've made some choices that were pretty dicey, but I've always had the universe on my side and it's protected me. It's taught me stuff. But I don't feel victimized by anything I've done. I mean, they're all my choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing, especially a lot of my audience is women. And live your life making your own choices. One of the reviewers said, I've lived my life without apology. And I have. And that's the most important thing to me as an artist to express myself, to support others other artists, which my company does in San Francisco, especially the Fringe, in supporting artists. Um, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind of a life, and I expect more adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, do you think that you have to have great life experience like you have to be uh, a good actress? No, I think if everyone has a story. You know, people will come up to me after the shows, and little parts of the story might relate to them, and they'll start telling me their stories. So everybody has the stories. Um, if you're honest and open and vulnerable and real, um, acting is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to be a quote-unquote actress to do it. I think you have to come from the heart, which I think is one of my strengths as an actor. You do have to own yourself on stage. Um, I make a reference of being a whore in my show at one point, and somebody laughed. I said, but I'll own that, you know? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it was in a strange country where here they might not have said such, but, you know, I think that's what they were saying in India because I was a loose woman. <laughs> so, I mean, you just have to be real on yeah. stage, and the audience will accept you. I think, I think that is just... 
huge in life if you're if you're real and you're honest and you're you, you put your truth out there that goes a long way in um, just the way people approach you and in, in your friendships and the and, and the way that you connect with people my, my husband and I love to travel and it's one of the things we do is we end up meeting a zillion different people that we stay in, in touch with all over the world and it's just because we're willing to talk share stories laugh be real and that has opened up so many great opportunities. It does. I travel a lot. I love yep. to travel. And most of the places I want to go to, nobody else does. So I go alone. <laughs> and I'm outgoing. I mean, yep. I, I talk to people um, and being real. But I, I think it's it's just important to make those. I think it's so important today in particular in our world. Mm. We're a global world with a lot of challenges in front of us. And I think art perhaps is the only way to save us. Because in art, we share our personal experiences. And that's what makes us human. That's what allows us to see each other in different lights. But don't you see that um, that, that art seems to be one of the, the first things to get cut back or poo-pooed about? Yeah, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, I know so many people. I have a part-time day job as a bartender still to support myself. And most of the people I you know, work with uh, there, they don't go to the theater and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a, we are kind of, a, especially indie theater, an underground yeah. kind of yeah. alt uh, opportunity. But I still think we have tremendous impact. I, I know there's statistics that would support the fact that um, festivals, theaters, artists create many, many jobs. We are mm-hmm. relevant to the economy. Mm-hmm. We're relevant to the future of the world. Um, we're the ones who push open the doors before anybody else is willing to walk through them. Mm-hmm. So you need us. We need us. <laughs> uh, Christina Ojello is um, is here at the Fringe. She's the producer of the San Francisco Fringe, but she has her own one-woman show. It's called A Wonderful... Uh, Denial is a Wonderful Thing, so you want to check that out. You know, uh, Christina, my husband's a musical theater teacher, uh-huh. and he has, uh, he has taught musical theater for 30 years now, and um, I've always been fascinated about what he is able to pull out of young people on stage uh, into big musicals or whether they're one acts or, or whatever it is um, and 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 I always see the kids and when they come back um, you know saying that this was such a huge part of their life and it was an experience where it seemed like everyone was accepted no one was judged um, you know you could be be yourself and and that is something really special I think in theater um, you know, all of the misfits, all of the, you know, and, and I maybe say that's that, why we're there, maybe, you know, all, and, and I say misfits lovingly because I don't, I, you know, but it, it, there's, there's less judgment there. I, I, I get the sense. That's my opinion. Would you feel that way? Oh yes. But my experience that, uh, a group of people will come together to make a show happen and it becomes a family Yeah. and we're interdependent with each mm-hmm. other, technicians, designers, actors, writers, yeah. and, um, we remember each other for a long period of time. We've made, again, I use the word human connection. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Uh, building walls, we don't, we tear them down. Yes. We show ourselves, expose ourselves. The audience exposes themselves to our our stories. And, and we, when you're in a play, you're telling a story. You're mm-hmm. telling another character's story. Mm-hmm. And that relatability, um, I think, teaches us all that we're vulnerable, we're open, we're even, we're the same. We breathe. Everybody breathes yeah. and everybody uses the quote-unquote restroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're so much the same. And... Uh, Unfortunately, I see over living all this many years, I mean, that the differences are starting to be bigger than the sameness. And 
that's why I believe that art is the way to, to the future. You know, I, it was uh, it was interesting um, uh, going into the Tonys uh, this year, Hades Town, which was yes. did some time here in Edmonton. They they, they spent some time here before it went uh, out uh, at the Citadel Theater, and it was it was thrilling, I think, for a lot of folks in Edmonton to watch uh, Hades Town uh, win some of those those Tonys yeah. and that sort of stuff. And you know, these things are happening in our community, and I. You look at the numbers of the people who are going to Broadway, like the numbers are just continue going up and up and up, and I guess ticket prices are going, are going up, up and up, up and up, up, and up, up. As, as well. <laughs> but, you know, when I when I see people, again, I'm just going back to this, when I see people poo-pooing about, you know, arts don't matter or, you know, the theater, who cares, that sort of stuff, it does matter, and it does matter to a lot of people. I think it does, and like I said, it creates jobs as an industry. Um, it also prepares people for life to be able to learn how to, especially in school, younger kids in schools, learn how to share, how to uh, work with each other mm -hmm. it's a um how to be organized how to remember things how yeah. to you know i mean acting is a challenge you go out on stage and you're putting yourself out there and i have a line in my theaters it's just like being on stage and forgetting your lines that's terrifying christina ojella joining me this afternoon i'm going to take a quick break here when we come back i'm going to ask you for some advice Okay, all right. Maybe ask I can you. give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you for some advice. Uh, stick around as we continue to broadcast the 6:30 Chet Afternoon News live from the Edmonton Fridge Festival. Joined this afternoon by Christina Christina Ogello. She is the producer of the San Francisco Fringe Festival. She's also um, here performing this year as well. Her show, One Woman Show, Denial is a Wonderful Thing. Two more shows. Yep. Tonight at 10 o'clock at the Cassia Hall and tomorrow Saturday at 8.15. At 8.15. Okay, so I said going into the break that I wanted to ask you uh, some advice. You know, I think a lot of people um, get nervous when they think about, you know, maybe wanting to... If they have to go up on stage or they have to give a speech, they have to give a presentation of some sort. Maybe someone's always had a dream of doing some acting. Um, what advice would you give to those people? I mean, you've been doing it for for a while a long, now. Long time, but every time I get gassed before I go on stage. I'm a nervous <laughs> wreck. I do alternate yoga breathing. I mean, I'm terrified before I go on stage. I think that's part of the territory. I think just take the risk. I have a saying uh, we've used at the exit a lot: no art, no risk, no risk, no art. Mm. And um, take the leap. Life is an adventure. Go out there and do what you want. Don't listen to people. Just do what you want. I think it's always you know it's always amazing when people say, "Oh, you must. You've been doing this for." so long you, you don't get nervous anymore I say like, no I do an event every year and I will throw up before there's one event <laughs> and I will throw up before it every yeah. year and that's because it's important to it us it is it's important to us to do our best to do a great job a lot of ego involved being yes, an actor of course. and you want that response that positive love from the audience I mean I guess we're just we want lots <laughs> what is that like what is that like when you get that feedback when you get a standing ovation it's um touching for one yeah. thing it's just right now almost brings yeah. me to tears it's touching and it's fulfilling it's like it's an accomplishment you connected with people mm -hmm. they get you mm -hmm. i mean it's a silly thing to always think about sally fields they love me they <laughs> really really love me but it's true and it's like a high i mean yeah. after a show you're like floating you know and some shows you know you got a small audience it didn't quite work out so good because not everybody likes the same yeah. thing some of those are a little harder but you just you're a professional you go out there and you do your job do you have a favorite do you have a favorite um show that you've performed in a favorite um play wow um, 
I guess right now it's this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this since 2017. Never thought I'd do it in public. Have been doing it in public. And I realize now I've had so many performances. It's kind of in my hip pocket. I don't yeah. go over the script every night anymore. Mm. And when I go off script, which is the most fun when you go off script, when the audience, there was a woman in my audience the other day. She started laughing so much. I just stopped and said, you are having too much fun here. <laughs> you know? And at one point I say, I miss Woodstock in 69. And some guy asked how. I said, no, later in the show you'll hear it. And in the beginning, I would have never stepped out of the script. No. I was so terrified of forgetting where I was. And, and my playwright, uh, John Calden, who wrote this with me, he is a playwright. He, mm -hmm. We've written a really well... Uh, script, a script mm -hmm. that has great transitions, that leads you from one place to the other, it goes back and forth in time, but we don't lose people. So I, I want to honor the script as is, but every so often you flip a sentence, you do something yeah. different, but I love the best, the thing, the most exciting thing that's been happening in the past couple of years is the audience participating with mm. me, speaking out, mm -hmm. laughing, um, just... Uh, then I get to say other. Th I get to really connect that way, and, and and for me, it's it's always meeting people, as you suggest, traveling, meeting people, yeah. learning about the world. If you were to go to New York tomorrow, go to Broadway. Uh -huh. What would you go see? I'd like to see Hades Town because I yeah. missed it last spring when I was there. I did get to see Lear, which was mm -hmm. ex exciting to go mm -hmm. see that. Um, one of the th best things I've ever seen on Broadway, though, I have to say, is Waiting for Godot with um, Ian McClellan and Patrick Stewart. Mm. I love that play, and I could have sat through it again yeah. right after they finished. I would have sat there one more time. But so many wonderful plays. Um, I love Ionesco, The Bald Soprano, which yeah. I saw here. Uh, my husband says he desperately wants to take me back. He just took a bunch of his theater students down to New York over at oh, Easter time, and so it was really exciting. So they saw, you know, uh, Mean Girls, Wicked, of course, and that one, right. but Kiss Me Kate, and he said yeah. that uh, he, Kiss, Kiss Me Kate, he says he would just love to take me back to see it. He says, there's something about that grand show. Well, going to Broadway is exciting because yeah. they have all the pieces of the puzzle together, yeah. but I think the place where I've spent my entire life is an indie theater, small, yes. intimate uh, venues, yeah. and uh, that somehow gets forgotten about. Mm -hmm. uh, there's probably 90 percent of the theater world is that kind of a theater yeah, yeah. and then you have these regional theaters and bigger theaters but um, I think it's most important to go try new stuff go to your go support your small indie yeah. theaters the 50 seat theaters where people are doing day jobs someone asked me once who is the biggest contributor to theater it's the artist they're the ones who go to work they're the ones who put in hundreds of hours to make a production the funders are important mm -hmm. um, the audience is important but really it's the artist and indie theater who are giving so much of themselves not only in their art but in their day-to-day -day lives I'm just amazed at the people who tour. So if you're traveling to San Francisco, you want to check out? Exit Theater. Exit Theater. We'll do that when we come down. Please it's do. on the to-do list. Christina Ogello joining me this afternoon. Again, Denial is a Wonderful Thing. Yes, is her it is. show. <laughs> a show tonight at 10 o'clock. Um, and then one more tomorrow, tomorrow at 8 o'clock. 8.15. 8.15. At Casey Hall. It has been my pleasure. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And thank you for being here. Thank you so Everybody. much.